This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by. Bet Rivers on today's podcast. What a shocker. Another week and another wild win. But also not shocking, but not as positive. Another week and more injuries. The latest from the injury report, the latest from the practice report, the latest for the from the Browns and Jets, who will play on Thursday, of course. And I'll give you my prediction because uh, my next podcast will be after the Browns play the Jets on Thursday. We'll do, I'll be putting out a podcast as soon as the game's over. So it should be up probably about midnight or so uh, Thursday night after the Browns hopefully clinch a playoff spot against the Jets here in Cleveland. Final home game of the year, at least in the regular season. Still possible we can see home games in the playoffs. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Also, I got a the Guardians made a trade today. I'll I'll spend a, a minute or two on that at the at the end of the podcast. But uh, let's get right to it. Uh, the latest from the injury report, we know that this past week, the Browns lost both kicker Dustin Hopkins with a hamstring injury. I think I said it was his quad on the Sunday podcast. It's the hamstring. I think the reason I said the quad is because their punter, Corey Bajorquez, he did injure his quad, and I you know, conflated the two. What we found out today, just in the last hour or two before I recorded this podcast, is that Corey Bajorquez, I remember on Sunday I was saying, I didn't even see how Bajorquez got hurt. There was no report on it. We didn't know what happened. I was texting the other guys from UCSS and other guys like, what, did anybody see it? What happened? Nobody knew. Well, today it came out that, of course, Dustin Hopkins got hurt first. So when Dustin Hopkins got hurt, Corey Bajorquez had to do the kickoffs and he hurt his quad kicking off of all things. I mean, it's unbelievable. It doesn't help punters reputation for being athletes or being real football players, but that's not fair. Corey Bajorquez is a real athlete and a real football player and has done a tremendous job. And now the Browns for at least one game and hopefully not much longer than that will be without both guys. So what are they doing? The Browns in the last, couple of days have signed both a kicker and a punter to the practice squad. Dustin Hopkins and Corey Bajorquez will not play this week. Now, Kevin Stefanski was asked if Dustin Hopkins would be ready for the playoffs. They're both, neither's going on IR. We did have a player go on IR. 
I'll get to that in a little bit. But neither Dustin Hopkins nor Corey Bajorquez, again, both have been excellent. Um, we spend more time talking about the kicker, and he's been phenomenal, deservedly so. But both guys have been excellent. Both guys are hurt. Both guys are out for Thursday. All right? We're two days away. It's a short week. Both guys are out. So what did they do to replace these two guys? Oh, well, first of all, let me clarify. No word on Bajorquez. Both are week to week. But uh, Kevin Stefanski was asked specifically about Dustin Hopkins. Would he be ready to go by the playoffs? And Kevin Stefanski said, can't tell you. Don't know. That's not a great sign. Obviously, Dustin Hopkins is one of the more important, has turned out to be one of the more important players on the Browns. He's a guy, I'm not even going to say he can't afford to lose because the Browns have proven all things like that wrong. Every time you say the, the Browns can't afford to lose this guy or that guy, can't lose Deshaun Watson, can't lose Nick Chubb, can't can't have a limited Miles Garrett, can't miss Denzel Ward. On and on and on and on. Can't lose your left tackle, can't lose your right tackle, can't lose can't lose your backup right tackle. They've gone through all these things, and they've continued to play uh, excellent football. So I, no matter who gets hurt at this point, I'm not writing the Browns off. Uh, but it's obviously in, in terms of, you know, important players, Dustin Hopkins has become a very important player. If you're the Browns in the playoffs, expecting close games, you want a kicker you can trust. So it would be huge if he could get back for the playoffs and it would be a big loss, a potentially big loss if he can't. Now, who have they replaced, at least for now, both the kicker and punter with? I mentioned on Sunday that my first choice would have been Robbie Gould. He's in retirement. That was not the guy they chose. But what I did say is I want somebody that's experienced and somebody that has some playoff experience. And the guy they they signed, at least to the practice squad, is a kicker who has experience. He's been kicking this year. He has playoff experience. He was in the playoffs last year. And his name is Riley Patterson. Riley Patterson uh, started his career in 2021 with the Lions. He was undrafted. He was the Lions kicker for, for at least part of 2021. Then he went to the Jaguars last year, um, did a did a good job with the Jags. Uh, and in the playoffs, he was perfect. He The Jaguars played two playoff games last year. Remember the big comeback win over the Chargers before losing the, the nail-biter with the Chiefs? In the playoffs last year, Riley Patterson uh, went seven for seven on kicks in the playoffs. He was three for three field goals. He was four for four and extra points in those two playoff games. So he's made some big kicks when it matters in close playoff games. I think that's important. Now, the two things that really stood out to me for the, for Riley Patterson when I was doing my research on him, uh, well, three things. Number one, overall, he's been really good. In his three years in the league, he has made 88% of his field goals. He has made 97% of his extra points. Those are good numbers. They're not perfect, you know, otherwise he wouldn't have been available. Uh, but they're really good. He was the Lions kicker for most of this season. In fact, they just got, cut him uh, before their last game. And I, I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, well, why did they cut him? Because there was no he in the last game he played he did miss an extra point and he missed two extra points this season, uh, but overall this year he's been good. Um, in his career, only three of six for fifty has not attempted a lot of fifty yard field goals. This year, playing the first what uh, fifth, fourteen games with the Lions, I believe he only attempted two fifty plus yard field goals. They don't kick a ton of field goals. They go for it a lot, probably more than any other team. 
uh, and he was one of two for 50, three of six, 50 in his career. So he doesn't appear. And, and the, another indication that maybe at least the Lions certainly didn't trust him for long distance, which I thought was really interesting, uh, is the Lions did not use him as their kickoff guy. So when he played for the Lions in 21 and again in 23, they used their punter, at least this year. I, I don't remember if it's the same. They must have used the punter in 21. I can't remember how long he's been there. But their punter, I think, is Jake Fox. And he does most of the kickoffs. So that had me scratching my head a little bit. I was like, huh, well, the Browns don't have a punter, obviously, to do kickoffs. So why would you sign a kicker that can't do kickoffs? But then I looked deeper into it. And when he was on Jacksonville last year, he did the majority of the kickoffs. So obviously he can. Uh, you know, clearly Detroit did not feel like he was a great kickoff guy. And in the end, they didn't feel like he was the best option for kicker. The reason I started to go into it, uh, why they, they ended up cutting Riley Patterson is apparently, according to their special teams coach, he and another kicker that's been around a bit, Michael Badgley, I think he was on the Chargers last year, they were competing each week in practice. The coach said that Badgley had been doing a better job, but because Patterson had been their kicker, they didn't want and he hadn't you know there wasn't like a big moment where he really choked or missed something so they felt like hey let's keep giving him a chance give him a chance and eventually it got to the point where they thought that uh badgley gave him a better chance we'll see listen at this time of year uh riley patterson seems like a good guy and a good choice because he's kicked this year and he's been overall very successful again um 15 of 17 field goals this season 35 of 37 extra points this season. I mean, you can't ask for better numbers than that. Now, it's not a lot of field goal tries. We talked about this already. And I'm a little nervous about the long field goal tries. And Dustin Hopkins has been perfect on 50-plus yard field goals. But nobody was excited about Dustin Hopkins when the Browns traded for him. Nobody. None of us were. He had been a career 50% kicker from behind 50 for 50-plus yards. And he did great. So hopefully you get it, it works out again. And Riley Patterson can be just as good. We'll see. Now, in a perfect world, Dustin Hopkins is back. Uh, well, or or Riley Patterson's just perfect also. And you got another great kicker and problem solved. As for the punter, the Browns have gone the veteran route as well. They signed a guy by the name of Matt Hack. Uh, he's punted. He's played 98 games in the NFL. So he's made plenty of punts. He has a lot of experience. I looked at the to see if he did kickoffs. He has never really done kickoffs. He's done a couple here and there, but... He's not a kickoff guy, so so it does appear that um, Riley Patterson will do kickoffs and field goals, obviously. Uh, he, like Patterson, was signed to the practice squad, which, you know, obviously they'll call him up to, to play this game this week. The connection with the Browns here, unlike the Riley Patterson situation, is, is that La Matt Hack's been on the practice squad this year. Last year, Matt Hack was the punter for the Colts, who, of course, their special teams coordinator was Bubba Ventrone, who, of course, now is the special teams coordinator for the Browns. So Hack has a lot of experience. So I like the fact that the two guys they signed and are going to be counting on here uh, are guys that have a, a good deal of experience, both of them. So that's it. Obviously, it's not ideal to lose another two starters, a kicker and punter this late in the season, both who have been excellent. Hopefully, they'll be back by the playoffs. We'll obviously update as we go. Also, a big topic next week, if the Browns win on Thursday and the Ravens win this weekend, then the Browns are locked into the five spot. And will they play players 
against the Bengals in the final week if that's the case. Obviously, if the Ravens lose or if the Browns lose, then well, then you still try to clinch or you still have a chance to win the division and possibly even the one. So Browns could still win the one seed, by the way. If they win their last two, the Dolphins beat the Ravens this week. The Dolphins lose their last game and the Ravens lose to the Steelers in their last game. I believe that it would be a three-way tie for first and the Browns would win, would be the number one seed. So anyway, uh, but, but if they lock it up, will he sit guys? And we'll get into that next week, obviously. But um, a couple other notes in terms of the Browns and injuries. DTR, who was the Browns number two quarterback, then he was their number three quarterback, then he was their number two quarterback or number one quarterback. Uh, he's been one, two, three. All it's been, uh, he's been the number two behind Joe Flacco the last couple of weeks. He's been getting a few plays per game. There's been a DTR package. He's done some uh, short yardage situations. Well, he was injured. In he was initially injured two weeks ago against the Bears. He got re- a reaggravation this week, and today he was placed on injured reserve. So DTR is out. Basically for the season, I don't know if, you know, if the I guess if the Browns made the AFC championship game, which is certainly a possibility, uh, he could come back. But I, I think at this point, I'm going to assume he's done for the year. He has to sit out at least four games. P.J. Walker, who was at one point the Browns backup, third string, second string, uh, recently had been a starter and then became the second string. And then when they signed Flacco and Flacco became the starter, P.J. Walker was cut then he was brought back to the practice squad for the second time this year and now today he's been signed to the active roster and he will back up Joe Flacco this week I would assume that at some point between now and the playoffs the Browns will add another quarterback in fact I would I would think they would do it soon because if if they're locked into the five spot going into the Bengals game they may choose to sit Joe Flacco in that last game and so you're not gonna. You got to have another quarterback. So they're gonna add. And I would assume this week they would add another quarterback. Just been crazy. Uh, you know, a fifth guy who hopefully will never play. Um, but uh, I would assume there's be another quarterback added to the roster at some point. Other news and notes from the injury report. The good news is, besides the kicker and punter, that's the bad news. The good news is that the rest of the team relatively healthy coming off this game. Besides those guys in the DTR, no other starters got hurt in this game. Knock on wood. Uh, Miles Garrett and Amari Cooper did not practice on Tuesday. Veteran day off. Both guys are fine. Obviously, both have been dealing with with some nagging stuff. Miles Garrett, his shoulder. Amari Cooper, the ribs. But they're both fine and they're just getting the veteran day off. Juan Thornhill. Uh, Brown starting safety, of course, who hasn't played the last few weeks. He was uh, he practiced on what, according to um, Zach Jackson of the Athletic, will be described as a limited practice today. So he is trending in the right direction. Uh, Obo Okoronkwo, he was still out. I'm assuming he's not going to play till at least the playoffs, if if at all, the rest of the season. So that's the latest in terms of the injuries. If they, now the safeties have the the guys who have filled in at safety. Uh, Bell and uh, uh, Ronnie Hickman have done a, a tremendous job, um, but you know you always want as many guys back as possible, and certainly you'd love to have Juan Thornhill be able to get back. I, I think at this point there's no need to rush him back, uh, but uh, having him back would be helpful. 
and it would just give you a little more depth. Even Deron Harmon, he had a pick, right? I mean, he's played well, and he's their fourth uh, safety right now. The Browns have gotten really good production out of almost everybody that's played. Uh, Cam Mitchell got in there a little bit this week. He did a nice job. I mean, just everybody's done a good job uh, for the most part in that secondary. Um, so guys are getting a little healthier there. So we're really just looking at the punter and the kicker situation. In the end, great win for the Browns. I think they will defeat. They're a seven-point favorite over the Jets on Thursday night football. I think they'll win. I know my man Tyvis and Earl, everybody's a little concerned about this Jets defense. I am not. They just gave up four touchdowns to Washington. Washington stinks. The Jets are uh, the Jets are going with. I mean, it's, they they seem to change their quarterback every week. As far as I know, at this point, it looks like it's going to be uh, Trevor Simeon starting at quarterback for the Jets this week. But uh, you know, who knows with what the the mess that's been the Jets. They did win last week. The Jets after blowing a huge lead to Washington, they did end up kicking a game winning field goal, but. Uh, but as of now, it looks like it'll be Trevor Simeon again this week as, as Zach Wilson dealing with a concussion, not that he's any good. Uh, and the Browns have you – know, the, the Jets obviously have a very talented player in Garrett Wilson at wide receiver. Uh, Brees, Bryce um, – uh, not Bryce Hall. Um, Brees Hall. Uh, they, they actually have a defensive back name, Bryce Hall. But, of course, they're running back. Brees Hall, excellent player. Uh, I think next year he's going to have a huge year when he's you know, fully over the injury from last season. So they do have some weapons on offense, but they have a terrible quarterback and a terrible offensive line. This is a game the Browns, I just don't, you know, listen, it's, um, uh, it definitely is, has been a situation where, um, you never know in the NFL. It's it's been a strange season. It's hard to predict week to week. Who could have saw the Niners get destroyed by the Ravens? Who could have predicted PJ Walker would be the winning quarterback against the Niners? Uh, or what the Ravens did to the Niners. I, I will be very surprised if the Browns lose to the Jets. They know what's at stake this Thursday night. The crowd's gonna be nuts. Flacco, who says he's got no ill will against the Jets. I don't know why he would. I mean, there's really no reason to. But uh, it's still, you know, like this game is important. The Browns know it. You don't want to mess around. I know they got a 99.7% chance to make the playoffs. Just put it to bed and give the option of resting guys or being alive for the division going into the last week. I think the Browns will take care of business. I, Jets defense is fine. I don't think the Browns will score as many points as they have been. But I I, I like a, a, a nice 23-10 win, 20-10, something like that. I, I expect the Browns to ha- uh, the Jets to have a very, very tough time scoring. Um, and, and as good as Garrett Wilson is, uh, the Browns secondary and their corners are as good as anybody. I'm not worried about Garrett Wilson, and I'm not worried about Brees Hall, and everybody else on their offense is just a guy or worse. So I expect the Browns to win by double digits in this game. To me, there's no doubt about it. Uh, One last thing I wanted to wrap up with. I mentioned the Guardians made a trade. They uh, made a trade with the Yankees, trading Cody Morris, who made his big league debut in 2022, for an outfielder by the name of Estefan Florial. Florial made his major league debut with the Yankees in 2022. Florial's a uh, 26-year-old outfielder. He, at one time, I want to say in 2018 or 2019, was the number one prospect in the Yankee system and a top 50 prospect in all of baseball. 
his his star is not burning as brightly. He is, you know, not done great in his 140 plate appearances in the big leagues, but that's certainly not enough time. He's still 26 years old, young guy out of the Dominican Republic, been in minors for a long time, had a very good season at AAA last year. And uh, he'll get an opportunity with this team. He has some power. He has some speed. Uh, and I, I, Cody Morris throws hard, but everybody, you know, most people throw hard at this point. I, I didn't see anything with Cody Morris on paper. I think this make trade makes a lot of sense. Will Estevan Florio, one-time top prospect, now out of all the top prospect lists, will he will he turn into anything? Who knows? But I think it's worth the risk. Or I think it's worth making the move because he didn't really give up anything, in my opinion, of value. That's it for today. Uh, I'll be back on again as soon as the Browns and Jets goes final. Hopefully a playoff clinching celebration here in the bullpen. Until then, thanks to everybody for watching and listening. Thanks to Monzo for producing. I'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull brought to you by Bet Rivers. See you, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.